and say welcome, everybody, to the Bloker Joker podcast. We are here to break down match day 18 in the Premiership. Matt, how are you doing? Well, there's no Liverpool this week, which is kind of sad, but I'm ready to break these down with you, as always. Yeah, I know Liverpool is depressing. They have a bunched-up schedule. Before we get going, shout-out to Pub Sports Radio. Thank you, folks, for having us week after week and airing our content. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to all down at Southtown 101. Absolutely. And Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. It's, it's so great that we've been able to do this since the beginning of the year. It's been profitable. We've had fun. Crack some jokes along the way, and and it's been a great time. That's it. We crack jokes, we crack beers, and that's pretty much what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Liverpool not playing this week, this weekend, they'll pick up in the midweek fixtures next week, I'd assume. I don't know who they play. Mm-hmm. But do you want to say anything about Liverpool, about what they've done the past week? It's been a pretty busy week yeah, for you guys. Christmas definitely came early for Liverpool fans. Um, you know, being able to sign an extension – first and foremost with Jurgen Klopp, that was a huge deal because a lot of Liverpool supporters were worried that he might take a sabbatical in a year, I thought year's was. time. And, I thought he was um, so to be able to lock him up, to you know be able to lock, uh, lock in Minamino and get that over the line was nice. Um, James Milner, two-year deal was needed. I mean, this guy, he's still the most fit player on Liverpool, which is amazing. Most fit and one of the most important players on your side. I I think you guys did great business. I I sent you a text last week. We talked about this on the last podcast, and we we lost the recording, so nobody's heard this. I know we're Mm -hmm. kind of running it through again. But I thought last week for Liverpool was one of the best weeks they've had in years Mm -hmm. as far as as a club getting things done. Locking down Milner. Uh, Minamino, what's how do you say? Minamino, Minamino, good yep. player. Yep. Steal for seven and a half million. Um, and Jurgen Klopp, I thought he was leaving at the end of his contract. I thought he would drain it. I was wrong. I thought he wanted a new challenge or to take, like you said, a couple years off. Yeah, he's looking and he's aiming for the stars. He wants to be a Premier League great. He's going for Arsene Wenger and he's going for Sir Alex Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He's on track to take down Elise Wenger, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah, it doesn't get any better, seriously. No. Um, you know, when you think of Liverpool, of where they've come from, and I mean, when I started watching them, they were, I mean, th- this, to, to think about this day is, would take a lot out of you because I, I don't think that we ever envisioned it being this great. We knew that once Jurgen came, that we had a, a good plan in mind and, you know, that success would come, but not come this quickly. No. And I thought he was overrated. This, but this, this, this amount of success, this type of success, not just not just top fours, you know, being able to contend with, you know, City, the likes of the probably the best Premier League team that, you know, the, the premierships ever seen last season mm-hmm. um, and winning, you know, the cup in, in Madrid. So it's it's been a, a wild ride thus far. And, oh, yeah. and, and it, you know, when we're dealing with all these other top clubs, not to, you know, really point fingers but you know with Everton and Arsenal and I mean even United a little bit you know it's just there's so much uncertainty around those clubs right now so I think that Liverpool know about this uncertainty and they can plan for it after Jurgen leaves in a few years I think that Steven Gerrard most likely will become the manager of Liverpool and 
if it's not him, they'll have somebody ready to go. And that's the hardest part is when a big-time iconic manager leaves, as you've seen with Fergie, with Wenger. I mean, United's seven years on since he's left, and they're still trying to figure it out. And Arsenal looks like they're following right down that path. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do. It's so easy. It is. Locking him in until, what, 2024 mm-hmm. is not good for everybody else. No, it's not. It really and, isn't. And speaking of uh, Arsene Wenger, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and jump in to match day 18. Everton are going to host Arsenal at Goodison Park. Everton are the favorites here at plus 135. Arsenal stand at plus 179 on the money line. The over-under stands at three, both at minus 110. Take it or leave it, folks. Whatever you feel is the play here. We might as well take a deep dive into these two teams, Matt. My Arsenal are bringing in a new manager in Mikel Arteta. He will not be here on the weekend. He will not be on the touchline against Everton. You're going to have Freddie Youngberg. You're going to have the same team he's been rolling out that has been disappointing even after we fired the Spaniard Unai Emery. You look at Everton, their caretaker manager, and Duncan Ferguson is going to host his last match at home, a place where he has spent over 200 matches of his career in the Premiership. He's going to look to maximize all three points for his own sake before Carlo Ancelotti takes over. That's not the only reason now I'm going to sit here and lay off this match, which I haven't said yet. I think Everton will win, but I like the total, the posted total more than anything else. I think both teams to score in over two and a half is the play at minus 137. I will be laying off for the simple fact that Arsenal are not good enough. I do not trust this team to score a goal away from home. It's erroneous when you look at a team that has Ojil, Aubameyang and Lacazette as their forwards, and Pepe, I'm sorry, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to sit uh, sit off of this one. I can go into Arsenal for another hour about what's going on in their club, Mikel Arteta, um, but I, I, we can save that for another time. Yep. Matt, what do you think about this game? You know, when you kind of describe, you know, the managers that are going here, that's what really keys me in on this one. I am playing this one. I'm playing Everton at a draw no bet, minus 128, and I'm playing it because of the big Duncan Ferguson. Let's just dive in a little bit. You and I had talked about this going into the podcast. Duncan Ferguson, what an absolute madman this guy Mm -hmm. is. So he was at Rangers, his second club that he was ever ever played for. He was a striker. Heads hot as a kettle. Yeah, and he he headbutts a player, knocks him out, gets – Jail time. Three months in prison. Three months in prison. Then the old lad had a couple burglary run-ins and attempts at his home, and he knocked both of those guys clean. Yeah, he absolutely just knocked them out. I mean, this is the hospital. The one guy was in critical condition. This is a guy that the Evertonians are going to get behind in his last hurrah. This is one that the Everton players are going to get behind on his last hurrah. He, I wish that Arteta was on the touchline because Ferguson would headbutt him all the way back to London. Give me Everton. One unit. Draw no bet. Minus 128. I don't think they lose this match. I'm disappointed that we're not going to see a Lucas Digne, um, a Walcott. But as long as they've got Yerry Mina at the back, they do have more solidity. 
at that back line. They're at home. And I'm telling you, I mean, I love this Ferguson and he has, he has kind of rejuvenated them in a bit. Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. that a lot of Evertonians in characters, I think, just that, like what we want. I think that a lot of Evertonians have got to be slightly disappointed right now with the Ancelotti signing, because look, I mean, they're 16th in the table. We're going to bring in this gloried, you know, manager, world-class manager. He doesn't fit them. He only does well with a very good rosters. Yeah, we're talking Bayern about Munich, Real Madrid, what in, who, Napoli. In, in Napoli. That's right. Teams that have extremely talented rosters, he does very well. He can guide them through the darkness and the light. Everton is the kind of team, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's a bit like Arsenal. It's a bit more talented, actually, which is sad. That needs a manager that's going to put a boot in their fucking ass and get them to play. Yeah, and that's what Duncan Ferguson has been doing. Duncan Ferguson was accused of assault for a man who broke into his own house. That's the kind of manager you want on your touchline. Everton legend got them four points in the last two matches, better than they've done all year, and they're going to bring in Ancelotti. I don't get it, but it's his last game. I'm worried about being being an Arsenal fan. I don't think they're going to get any points out of this one. Yeah, I mean, let's just go through Ancelotti again real quick, the clubs he's managed. Juventus, Milan, Chelsea, PSG, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Napoli. He is like a he's like he's like a he's like a Jedi Knight in a sense, a Jedi Master, and he's now going to Everton when you know at this interim manager they have a Sith Lord (laughs) in Duncan Ferguson who just snaps off everybody. He snaps off everyone's neck. And I if if I'm an Everton fan, I cannot get behind this. This doesn't make a lick of sense. Oh my god. This does not make a lick of sense. (laughs) It just doesn't. He's a Jedi master, dude. <laughs> he is. Look at, I mean, dude, he, he's so old, too. He's like an Obi-Wan. I mean, he's 60. Oh, my God. He's going to, walking into the swamps of Dagobah with Yoda. He's so old. I mean, th- this screams out to me like a, a really poor hire, and I think that Ancelotti will be – He'll be gone. He's struggle. What, and so he, he will not be able to handle the players he's got at his disposal. They're not – Good enough. I mean, he's going to keep them up. And Don't he's not a Premier League manager. He's he's gonna gonna he manage, didn't he manage Chelsea? I mean, why would you do this? I would just let Duncan Ferguson ride this thing out. They're Absolutely. on a hot momentum. I would let him ride it out and decide in the summertime. Again, Everton continue to make key mistakes like this. And that is why they are consistently brought up as bloker jokers on this podcast. They are. And, and don't forget, he did manage Chelsea. Um he didn't do very well in the premiership, and I, I he's not a Premier League manager. I mean, he's just not. So no. So I, I think we've covered that one plenty. I mean, we even dove into a little Jedi Knight action. So we've been watching Star Wars. If you haven't noticed, yeah. I mean, Star Wars is getting ready to come up. You know, it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. So we will carry on here. I think yeah, that's definitely enough. Go big, Duncan Ferguson. Grab me a unit here this weekend or don't please though do now we'll take it on in to burnley going on the road to to the vitality stadium and taking on bournemouth we've got a pick them here shaded to bournemouth coming off a nice impressive road victory and we've got a posted total of 2.5 here minus 110 on both sides this is a match i think cody that we can just breeze right on through I don't trust either of these sides. If I had to take a play here, though, I think that both teams score. 
And I think it does go over 2.5. You can get a nice plus price on that. So, you know, that's where I would go here, but there's just not enough. You know, Bournemouth's so injury riddled. No. And, and Burnley are completely untrustworthy on the road. Yeah. I mean, folks, honestly, we're not going to go ahead and waste your time or ours on this match. Um, at the vitality, I like Burnley in a draw, no bet at plus 120 simply because of the injuries to Bournemouth. Burnley have seen a horrible run of form. Um, they got the win last weekend at Newcastle or hosting Newcastle, I should say. Mm-hmm. They're getting Barnes back this weekend, Ashley Barnes. I think that'll help them out. Unfortunately for Bournemouth, they have lost five of the last six recent matches in the Premiership. It's not boding well for them. Injuries are a concern. I listed them last weekend. You want to hear them again? You might as well go back a week because it hasn't got any better for them at all. They have Josh King back. That's it. Whether without Callum Wilson, they're without Ake. Um, the list goes on and I'm on. I'm a big Brooks. Josh King fan, though. By the way, I really excellent am. player, excellent player. But but I just don't. They just don't have enough, man. Defensively, no. they don't have enough. No, this, this They're game, in trouble. This game is just right. wait and see, and see, you know, just kind so of just keep a couple. We can eyes just on go it. ahead and just breeze on by. Yeah, breeze We're on by. Um, I think that we should move on over to the Midlands, mm-hmm. maybe to a Villa Park. Yes, to a Villa Park. We've got Southampton, and you know that side. They're playing a little bit better. Yeah. A Ralph Husson Hoodle. And, you know, so in this one, we've got another pick'em here. Um, shaded to the home side in Villa. And we've got a posted total of three shaded to the under. And this one, with no Tyrone Mings, I really can't get behind that shade of Villa, you know, being the favorite at home. They're, they've been great. It's a tough place to go play. But I would actually, if I had to pick a side here, I would pick Southampton, surprisingly. Um, but in this one, I, I think that we're just going to see goals. I mean, no Mings helps this total. Um, you know, the trends are all back it, and I think that you'll probably allude to some of those here. But, you know, Southampton, last six away, both teams have scored. Um, you know, Villa, they score goals for fun. You know, nine of the last 12 in the Premiership, both teams have scored. So that's, no, yeah, where, yeah, I, that's yeah. where I would go. It's fair play, Matt, but when it comes to Southampton, here's the thing with them. They run into great patches of form where they draw Arsenal. They beat Watford. They beat Norwich, who are pretty bad teams. But then they run into Newcastle, they lose, and they run into West Ham, and they lose at home. And now here they are, and they got to head over to Villa Park and to a Villa team, like you said, who is without Tyrone Mings, one of the better defenders in the premiership, losing his leadership, Aston Villa is. And I'm going to play this match. This is this is a match where I think this play is underrated for the fact of of the injuries in, in the form of Southampton. I think we're actually getting pretty good odds at minus 129 for both teams to score and over two and a half goals. And you're going to look at me crazy. Minus 129 is not great odds for that kind of play. But, folks, it is. It really, really is. Aston Villa are already a poor defensive team with Tyrone Mings centering and captaining their back line. Of their last 12 matches, Aston Villa have seen nine in which both teams have scored 
and 13 of the last 15 matches in all competitions. They have also seen over two and a half goals. In Southampton, they're no walk in the park. I mean, they sit here in their last six away, and they have scored in every single one, and so has the other side. In their last 12 games as well, Southampton have also conceded two or more goals on eight occasions. This thing is screaming goals. You can see Southampton really pushing forward, in my opinion, because they're at this point in the season where they need points. Danny Ings already has nine goals on the year. That's good for top five in the league. Jack Grealish, Johnny McGann, Wesley, El Ghazi, you know what you know what Aston Villa can do going forward. It's just a matter of Southampton putting it together, and I think they will. This is a stone-cold play. I have zero issue issue with it. Both teams score over two and a half goals, minus 129. I'm playing it, too. Oh, are you going to consensus me? Yeah, I'm playing this one. Mm. Everything backs it up here. It's it's everything that I want. It really is. It has it all. It, it, the, the formula of the both teams to score over 2.5 here is just screaming out to me. And uh might sip some of that potion here. I mean, you have to. I mean, there's sometimes, like me and Matt said, we, we'll sit here and talk about a match, and it starts to make sense. And you, what was your lean beforehand? It was it was the over. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Then you might yeah. as well jump on. I mean, you look at this kind of match, and you have to kind of just take hold. I mean, this Aston Villa lineup, and we can close this out right here. You see Matt Target, who was filling in at the fullback position, House, Angles, and Gilbert. Have you heard of them? Because I haven't. No. These are all fill-in players. They got two of them got carded last weekend. Mm, I know Gilbert. He's a pretty decent right back. I'm yeah, sure. but half of their back four was carded last weekend. They have to be careful. They're in a dire spot here. Both teams need points. I, I'm telling you, this thing is going to hit. Yeah. No. When I when I try to break this one down in my head, like how it wouldn't hit. It's hard to come up with something that like makes sense. what Villa are going to sit in here They're and at home. try to exactly. So even if Southampton doesn't go down early, they're still going to push. Yeah, there's not much that really scares me here to think that this mm-hmm. game's going under the total. So I think we got a good play on the cards there, one unit for each of us, and now we will carry on into a intriguing match. I didn't think that we'd be saying this a few weeks ago, and this one is jumping out to me. Sheffield United. Love this. Sheffield United haven't lost in 17 straight road matches dating back to last season, and they are going on the road to Brighton and Hove. You just need to give me a moment there. You got you got <laughs> I thought patience. I thought you spaced it. No, no. I just wanted to to really highlight. You're like building 17. me up. Huh? Okay. Yeah, you got to sometimes build it up. God, you got me way too built up. Yeah. I was so antsy for yeah. it. Patience is required on the Bloker Joker podcast. <laughs> so, we, spill my beer. <laughs> oh so my God. Let's just dive into the odds here. We've got Jesus Christ. Brighton plus 125 at home. Sheffield plus 260, or you get a draw double chance, which so if you know the match draws, if they win, you win. That's minus 30, 136 for Sheffield. And we've got a posted total here of two and a half, shaded correctly so, I would say, to the under. But, big bud. These two teams are starting to score goals. And Sheffield, they are always pesky. Brighton, Absolutely. we talk about... Pronounce this for me correctly. Malpaw. 
Neil Mappe. Neil Mappe. What do I know? I'm just yeah. that's yeah. what I call him. Either Neil Mappe. Either he way. was silent. He's been on fire for this squad, and I love what I'm seeing from Brighton. Like I want to pull the trigger on Brighton at home, but I can't. I just can't with this Sheffield. You know this streak. They they sit in. They do a really good job of frustrating their opposition, and you know for that reason here. I think that the best play is both teams to score. I really do. When you look at it, um, let's just let's just kind of. I'm going to go and say it, it sounds like a back to back consensus. Yeah, for me and Matt, because Matt, I'm going to tell you right now, I love both teams to score, and you're going to look here and have a healthy. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll jump into to Brighton. But for, for Sheffield United, you're looking and you're going to have a healthy Mousset who came back last week. He wasn't fully fit. This week he is. Top goal scorer. He has five goals on the season for Sheffield. And if you pair that, Brighton have allowed two or more goals in eight of their last 12 recent matches in all comps. Mm-hmm. Of their last five home games in all comps, Brighton have scored at least two goals on four of the occasions. And, but you're, you're going to sit here and look at me, Matt. What, but what about Sheffield? They're so good defensively. Mm-hmm. Just boulder dash with yeah. all that. They might be one of the best defensive teams in the league, but they seem to let a goal in in every single away match. Look through the record. I'm pretty sure in like five or six of the last away matches, they've allowed a goal. Sheffield, United, seven of the last nine, both teams have scored. Not just them. Not them allowing the goal. Mm-hmm. Both just scored. And a little fun fact for everybody out there. We don't do this very often. The last time these two teams faced off, Brighton versus Sheffield, was January 21st, 2006, in the championship division. And who scored? Phil Jagielka, who just went back to Sheffield this year. The club he started out from, he went on to score eight goals that season as a defender. He scored against Brighton. That year as well. He's scoring this weekend. And he may do it if he can like, you imagine. Oh, yeah, that, it's not gonna happen, but he might. It'd be pretty cool. Can you imagine? But that I love it. I absolutely love both teams to score. Minus 124. Um give me some Jao Gielka anytime goal scoring props. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> you throw five bucks, you're gonna be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are. We're hot today, man. We are hot. I'm also on the same play here. Both teams to score. In Sheffield at Brighton, another consensus play on the Bloker Joker podcast. However, Cody, I was able to line shop, did a little bit of digging here, minus 119 on both teams to score at DraftKings in Indianapolis. I don't know where you're doing your Christmas shopping this holiday season, but it has not been good enough. I want to go ahead and point shave. I'm taking 119. Dude, <laughs> forget you. First of all, get out of here. I find my plays, you find yours. I don't want to know what you're buying your freaking girlfriend. I don't know what you're buying Cassie. I'll buy my wife my own gift. Mm -hmm. Lay off, buddy. All right. Maybe I'm doing my shopping at, you know. TJ Maxx? That's fair. I bet Cassie's going to be happy about a new pair of socks from TJ's. If I'm getting the same thing from a different location, thus I'm a better shopper. If I hear better shopper one more time, I will jump off the podcasting bridge. Wow. All right. All right, all right. So now let's move it on over. We've got Crystal Palace and old boy Roy's side <laughs> going into Newcastle Mustang here. Horse. 
and we have got a pick'em. We've got a pick'em shaded in Newcastle, and we've got a posted total here at a measly two goals shaded to the over at minus 123 here. I know where I'm going here. Cody, do you know where you're going? Mate, my play is as loose as fucking Roy's skin. <laughs> I mean, I'm sagging on the under two and two goals at plus 107. Honestly, I think this is the only way to go, and I'm not a huge fan of playing these kind of lines. Under two goals, when does this ever hit? But, Matt, when you see matches like this, when they're posted at under two goals, it's kind of weird where they usually stick under. So, heavy lean, plus 107. Under two has hit in four of the last five matches between these two sides. The only match that didn't hit was a push. Finished 1-1. This is the only way to go in this match. The only way to go. I disagree. Because I'm going a completely different way here. I am on Newcastle at a draw-no-bet. Minus 140 here. I'm going with a team that is in a little bit better form. Less injury riddled. I mean, because this Palace side, I mean, let's look at these injuries. I, like are I, hate, I hate that. I hate that, Matt. How? Why? Because Palace have been so good away from home, but keep telling me why you like it. No, I like it because, I mean, all I can trust on Palace, really, I, I can trust old boy Roy. And that's a fact. They're great on the road. They've been great on the road. I can trust Zaha. But now, I mean, they're bringing in Benteke is going to start at striker. They're they're pushing Ayu into the midfield a little bit. Um, I mean, we don't have Amamadou Sako. He's got that red card. And, and it's it's trouble season right now for Palace. And, and I just like what I've seen from Newcastle recently. I mean, they've just been a little bit better. This is 11th versus 9th. And, and I think at worst, I'm going to be getting my money back here. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going, you know, Newcastle, no defeats can be found in their last eight most recent home matches. That's something to back here. You know what? Newcastle spurned me so hard last weekend that I, I can't forget. Yeah. You're just so pissed off at them. I really am. They've kind of let me down. Yeah. But even if they did, these are the two teams in the league that I am a stone cold under fan on. And I like the stone cold under here. Mm-hmm. Two goals, even two. I'll push it. There's no chance, in my opinion, that this thing goes, you know, a 2 1 or a 3 0. Yeah. So I, I think that's a, it's a very safe play. I would never play it because it's, I mean, when do you see that kind of line? You just don't. I mean, I, I just don't like it. But yeah. And now let's howl at the moon here for this match. We've got Wolves at even odds to win this match on the road at Norwich. We've got a posted total here of 2.5, shaded to the over. Norwich helped out Liverpool tremendously last week, grabbing a point against Leicester. They had one shot on target the entire match, and it resulted in a goal. They got pookied. They, it was a loser for me. I took Leicester the win. It's Sorry, the, the uh, one to know at plus 104. Mm-hmm. It was a loser from a team of Pookie special, and that's what you get from Norwich. But, you know, I would, I would still say that that's, a, that's the right play. I, you I, didn't I, lay any juice on it. No. It's just it's a one-unit play. It should have probably hit. Matt, I went 2-4 right. and four last weekend and only lost 2.9 units. Yeah. it was. I, I, I still think I handicapped perfectly. Exactly. I will, I will never no, I think that, that that game was capped perfectly from you. And so in this one, it is tough to back a Norwich here. 
Um, you know, they just have struggled over the last six weeks, I'd say six to eight weeks. It's oh, been, it's been really bad They're crap. And, and wolves just continue to do what they do. I don't know, Cody, this one is really tough for me. I have not locked in anything yet. Maybe you can sway me. I'm leaning wolves, leaning out of both teams to score over 2.5. I don't know which one is the better route here. What do you think? Well, I'm going to be completely honest here. Um, this weekend, there is a lot of spaces in a lot of matches where I really, really like the Squid Special. Ooh. And this is one of those matches. You look at these two sides. Wolves walking into Carroll Road against Norwich. Norwich, they had a nice showing last week, but they were not good enough going forward. They had Timo Pukki Magic, which got them through and got them a point. That can't happen every weekend. Both teams have scored in 10 of Norwich's last 11 home matches in all competitions. In the last seven away matches for Wolves, both teams have also scored. In the last six away matches in the Premiership, there have been no losses for Wolves. So what is my play here? Squid Special, which you're going to see two more of these. So go ahead and take your units and stuff them in your pocket at plus 280. Both teams to score, Wolves to win, plus 280, a half unit. Folks, a half unit. I'm playing two more of these this weekend, all at a half unit. This is going to be a Profit City weekend. I can't sit back and watch these games go by and not take this cause. Wolves will win this match. Norwich City is not good enough. To get it done defensively, they'll get their two Mopuki goal, maybe another one from another player on the offensive side. I mean, you take a look at this Norwich City, Norwich City side, and they have Cantwell. He can get his goal. He's got four on the year. Hernandez coming off the bench. He's got a one this year. Cernby, Tete, Godfrey all have a goal. A good side in Wolves are backed by Jimenez, Jota, Adama Torre, who leads the league in fouls. This year, Cotrone from Italy, Den Docker, defensive midfielder. I am all over this match. Den Donker. I love you know when you talked about Cantwell. I'm I'm a big Cantwell fan. He's He's really he's slick for Norwich. And you know what, folks? I have to say that that kind of combines both of my leans when you think about it. I leaning Wolves, leaning both teams to score over two point five. What does that equal? It equals a witty, slimy special of it's plus. It's just slimy. <laughs> it could be. It's just normal. It's All squids slimy. are slimy, Cody. So, have you ever met a squid that is not slimy? Yes, myself. <laughs> so, I think that Cody's in the right there. And that's that's grabbing the most value for that play at plus 280. So, that covers it for the Saturday matches. Let's Kick on. We've got two more to go here in the English Premiership. Oh, actually, sorry, three more. Yeah, we got a lot of that. Lot of we have three stuff. more. Leicester going on the road to take on Manchester City. So I favorite match of the weekend. This is an incredible match here. I, I cannot wait for this one. This is must watch TV. Brendan Watt Brendan Watches. Brendan Watches. Brendan Rogers. Pep Fudd. Guardiola. And we've got Man City minus 1.5 at plus 102. We've got a posted total of 3.5 shaded to the under here. And Cody, 
take us take us away here. Leicester City are better than Manchester City. I will say it right now. I'm going to take it to the bank, and I have a play here, and you all are going to look at me sideways, but if you don't play it, you're missing out on mad units. Squid special, another half unit, Leicester City to win, and both teams to score at plus 1050. Folks. Plus 1050. Over 10 to 1 here. This is a half unit shot to grab five units of profit. Do you want to know why? Matt. Why? The reason for this, not only do I believe that Leicester City have the better team, Leicester City went into the Etihad last year, December 26, came away with three points. Two years ago, or sorry, the last time they went into there, they drew a point. They are the best team in the league at going into the Etihad over the last two years. They just are. The numbers back it up. And then they're coming in with their best team that they've had since their title-winning team, and they are obviously a better team than they were, by the way. You look at these two teams. Both teams have scored in 11 of 12 in City's last matches. Manchester City's defense is awful. We've harped on this for the last two months. Emmerich Laporte is out. You have Fernandinho. You may have Stones. You may have somebody else filling in. Cancelo, it's not good enough. Leicester City have won by two-plus goals in their last four away matches. They're one of the better away teams in the league. Leicester City have achieved 12 wins in their last 15. They are rolling, and they've also succeeded in scoring at least one goal in their last 15 matches. This is all about Leicester City. you got to get behind this one, folks. I'm not kidding you. Throw a half unit on it. This is 50 bucks for me. I'm going to play it at plus 1050. I am promising you folks this thing's going to cash. Wow. I'm promising you this is going to cash. I'm all over it. Matt, tell me what you think. Wow. That would cover, I mean, pretty much all the Christmas shopping right there in $150 shout. 50 to win over 500 Yeah, my wife wants Lester. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Leilani is all about Lester. She is a fox this weekend. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted here. I am right there with you, Cody. I think that you are in the complete right here. I think that this is the juiciest. It's obviously the juiciest squid special that we have seen thus far. You'll never see this season, And you won't see one better here. And I'm riding with you just in a different angle. I'm on the handicap here. Leicester City plus 1.5 minus 115. I think they keep this one tight. And I'll tell you why. Leicester City are somewhat of a kryptonite to what City want to do. They hit you on the break. They're going to absorb pressure, and they're going to counter with Jamie Vardy. And this is going to be trouble for City, who have just struggled to keep out goals. This Their first clean sheet in a long time was against Arsenal last week. And let's be honest, Leicester are a much better side than Arsenal right now. And so in this one, Leicester City plus 1.5 all day, one unit. Love this play. Matt, you have the second best team in the league, clear cut right mm-hmm. now, at plus 1050 to win the game and have both teams score. And what planet are you on where City just loses to nil? If City loses, they're losing and scoring a goal. So yes. wipe that off. Because I know Leicester was plus 700. Mm-hmm. Give me the both teams to score. This is a – gambler's dream, in my opinion. If you're handicapping soccer, it's worth the half unit. I think it's going to hit. I have no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. I think it will. Thank me later if you're taking this one. Half unit, plus 
plus 1050. Lester, Jamie Vardy, keep it going. Pay for all your kids, your girl, your friends, your mom, your dad, all of the presents. This This is a Christmas special. This isn't a squid special. This is a Christmas special. Oh, my God. Jesus. It's a wonderful life, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So... Let's uh, let's move on then. That one would be a huge stocking stuffer. But holy smoke, I just can't get over that one. That's a beauty, Cody. I think that you found a real gem there. And so now we're going to go into more of a, you know, kind of a dull match in my opinion. We've got United going on the road, Vicarage Road that is at Wadford. Baker, we've got Manchester United favorites Minus 127. We've got a posted total here of 2.5. Banker. And Cody is saying banker. Bank City. Cody, where are you going here? Banker from the background. Look at my Twitter, you idiots. Wow. It's been there all day. We're here recording on Thursday night, and I posted this hours ago. If you haven't tailed it yet, you better jump on it now before it gets steamrolled. I'm on United. Minus 122. On sportsbetting.ag, Australian book, my favorite in the market at minus 122. No chance that United does not win this match. Honestly, I'm not understanding this. United have played very well since the break. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has had them rolling. And you know who's got them rolling as well? Marcus Rashford. Goals and assists in his last 11 matches. He has nine he is crushing the game. No goals have been scored in the last three matches for Watford in law competitions, and they have not scored at home, which is pitiful. They should cry themselves asleep tonight in four of their last five. Are you kidding me? What other team in the Premiership have not scored in four of their last five at home? It's pitiful. Four losses in the last five as well. Obviously, if you're not scoring goals, you're going to be dropping points and losing matches and United have won 10 of their last 11 against Watford in all comps. This is a banker. I can't believe it, Matt. Give me some sense in why you don't believe this should be a banker, or do you believe this? If I had to take a side, I'd be there, right there with you. Um, it's just, yeah, it just kind of smells a little bit. Um, you know, it smells like a trap. It smells like it smells like a trap. It smells like a fine girl you took home from the bar. She looks good. You know, she's on point. Mm -hmm. But when you get down to business, it smells a a little funny. (laughs) It smells like a booty hole when you get down deep. It could be that kind of match. (laughs) It could be. No, it could be a setup. I I mean, seriously, it's just. I mean, United are in a great. Great run of form, and Wadford are last in the table here. Um, the worst. I really want to play the overs here because I think that Wadford are going to really get up for this match. They're going to press United high up the pitch. I think that they're going to score here. I know that they haven't scored at home in four of their last five. I think they do it here. Um, you know, under 2.5 goals, though, in Wadford's last nine of 12. I mean, they just. Look at their their XG at you know home this year. Their XG at home this year is half a goal. You, you want to know what's crazy? I agree with what you think is going to happen. I think United are going to invite pressure mm-hmm. because they're going to counter them to death. They're going to invite pressure early. They're going to catch Watford on the break, and that's going to be it. Once they catch Watford, they're going to sit in. Harry Maguire, 
Wambasaka are way too good. Way too good. Wambasaka is. If United gets ahead early, I think Watford's toast. I really, really think they're toast. Because United's going to sit in, invite pressure, and get forward. And it's going to be sealed, signed, delivered. Yeah, right now, on a Thursday night, this one is a complete. I'm on the fence here. I could see myself backing in overs, and I could see myself backing United. But I want to see where this line goes. And so that one kind of covers it for me. Fuck United. And we'll move on. <laughs> I, 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 I hate those wank jobs. So. All right, Matt. Tell me a little bit of something about Tottenham. Tottenham, Jose Mourinho, his old side is going to walk into his new side stadium at Tottenham Stadium. Chelsea will come in. Tim Abraham, hot as a pistol. What do you think will happen here? I mean, I think that we're in for a nice classic showing here on a on a Sunday. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see an eleven thirty match here, Eastern Standard, and I think that we're just gonna see a classic. Chelsea have been great on the road. Tottenham have started to ramp into some better form, as expected under Mourinho, um, but they've been giving up goals for fun. You know, if I had to pick a side in this one, I think it'd clearly be the home side, which is you know a lot of my picks this week. I think that when you get those pick 'em type matches in England. You've got to roll with the home side. And that's where I would go here if I had to take one. But I'm in the goals market here. I just have to keep betting this until the momentum drops. I I got burnt on it last week. I had one play last weekend, and I was going to continue to ride out Arsenal, both teams to score over 2.5s, no matter what the line was. just The bookies hadn't caught up for weeks. And I made some profit on that play. Now I'm off of that one a little bit, but I'm going to keep riding this one. Tottenham, both teams to score over 2.5s under Jose Mourinho are perfect. And why not continue to ride it here under a free-flowing Lampard side? You know, the odds aren't too bad. Minus 125 here on a both teams to score over 2.5. I'm all over it. I get you. I get you. And like I said, folks, I understand where Matt's coming from, but like I said, I'm playing a lot of squid specials this week. This is my third and final squid special. All three and a half unit at plus 290 for both teams to score and Tottenham to go ahead and jump into their home stadium and absolutely get it done. You look at these two sides. Chelsea are reeling. They're a young team. With a young team, it takes time to gain back confidence, especially when you go on the road to a new stadium, to a big-time club like Tottenham. You look at Tottenham. They have won four of their last five matches in the Premiership. Both teams have scored, and three of the four they have won as well. It's not like they're winning to nil. They allow goals. They always will. They always have, and that's how it's done. In the eight of last nine in the Premiership for Tottenham, both teams have scored. There have been 13 consecutive matches in all competitions where Tottenham have managed to at least score a goal. They're a fantastic goal-scoring team. You look at the front line. They have Son. They have Kane. They have Lucas. And you're looking at Erickson being formed back into the side. And with Jose Mourinho, he's working in Los Celso. He's working in his new settings. Sessegnon had a fantastic goal in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. He is taking every piece he's got in his puzzle and plugging it in. Both teams have scored in all of Chelsea's last seven away matches. They're horrible away from home. As far as allowing goals, I've been all over Chelsea this year away from home. You know it and I know it. 
I love them away from home. I think they're one of the best sides away. They're so confident. But this is a game where they're going to run into a wall. I think they will get their goal, but they're going to get rolled over. I don't think this is going to be a close match. I think Chelsea are going to roll them over. It's going to be Tottenham to win 3-1, 4-2, 4-1, and mark my words. Another squid special, Tottenham to win, plus 290 at a half unit. Bam. I like it. I like it. I would say that one of those plays, you know, is going to hit, and then that kind of at least. If one of them hit, I'm still, we're still going to even out or make some money here. I, got, I, I swear, I think my favorite one is that Leicester one, too. It's 10.50. I mean, if you look at the squid special, we're going to go ahead and recap our picks. We've gone ahead and went yep. through every single match. So I'll go ahead and recap first since we're okay. talking about it. I'll go from recent to back. Okay. So the squid special at plus 290, Tottenham to win against Chelsea at a half unit. We roll on. My banker, United, minus 122 to win against Watford. Leicester City, another half unit. To win in both teams to score at plus 1050. That will yield you five units, guys, if you just lay down your money on this one. I'm telling you, this is the play of the day outside of the banker. And my third squid special is Norwich versus Wolves. They're going to host them at Carroll Road. Wolves to win, both teams to score at plus 280. We're getting plus 290 when it comes to Tottenham and Chelsea. We're getting plus 280 when it comes to Wolves. And City, make sure you follow it. Another half unit, all three, you'll make your money. And the last play we have is Brighton and Sheffield. Both teams to score, minus 124. I fooled you. We have one more. Aston Villa hosting Southampton. Both teams to score again. Over two and a half goals, Alex Special, minus 129. Matt, what do you got? I've got five plays this week. That's a lot of plays, man. I know. Well, it's the same as me. Yeah, more than normal. Plus, for you, I like this card. I like this card. There's only nine matches on the card. I'm playing a little bit over half. Never play more than three. No, and I like this card. I'm going Everton. Draw no bet. Minus one twenty-eight. Villa, Southampton. Both teams to score and over two point five goals. Minus one twenty-nine. That's a bloke or joker consensus play. I'm marking them. Brighton. Sheffield, both teams to score. Been That's there. a bloker joker consensus play. And then we've got Leicester City plus 1.5 minus 115 as they travel on the road into the Etihad and take on Manchester City. And my last play, number five, Spurs, Chelsea, both teams to score over 2.5 goals minus 125. So there is my five pack to help stuff your stockings this Christmas year. We're going to sign off here. Cody, you can find him on Twitter at Squids Picks. Myself on Twitter, 1991 Handicapper. Merry Christmas to all you bloker jokers. Shout out to everyone down at Southtown 101, and we will catch you next week for Bubba Bubba Boxing Day, and it's going to be fantastic. Catch you then.